Hi, you're listening to the TL Podcast. My name is Thomas Lehuang, and I am interviewing someone who seems ordinary, but who is achieving extraordinary things. That is the quest of this interview. Here I feel like I can't turn to you. Look at you. Well, here it is. We with the boys, Cameron Wilson and Stephen Sigel. Now, both are from Wisebury, Carriel. So, at the awards night, Cameron won the Ambassador of the Year, and Stephen Sigel, you won the Rookie of the Year. Correct. So let's start with you, Stephen. How was your emotion on the night? Uh humbling. I was surprised the four other finalists up there with me. I thought uh, I felt very humbled to be in their in their company with my name next to them. I didn't think I'd win it, so yeah, probably surprised would be my number one emotion. And then once I got up there, yeah, very proud, and very humbling. But the, what were the emotions though? I mean, to, first of all, I want I just want to say the you guys are not in this group because you both from Gary. We, I, I just let some kind of random appointees. So in this session here, it turned out that you are with Cam. Because I don't want to talk about your duties. I don't want to talk about what it takes uh, for you to get up every day and, and do your job. I just want to talk about what it feels to be a winner. And I want to talk about the attributes that we have to be a winner. So that aspiring champions, people who are going to listen to this, are going to say to themselves, well, I want to be there. And at least they're going to maybe embrace some of the habits that you guys have in order to get to the top. Because once we have a material like this, whether you want to be a best bricklayer, a carpenter, or even be the best at school, they probably will have to go through the same habits and routines. Okay? So... Let's go back to here. The emotions on the night before you got there. You, you, you obviously were on the finalist. Yep. What were you feeling? What went through your mind? I felt at the start of the year, as far as, okay, emotions. At the start of the year, I sat down with my leader, Cam, who is obviously here with us, and we set some goals for yep. the year. One of them was a wise renomination. I'd been to my first ever awards night. Obviously, the year prior, this has been my just over my second year with Wisebury, and I wanted to be and be nominated for an award. That's this upcoming awards night. So to be a finalist in my eyes already, without even thinking I'm going to win it, I felt like I was already a winner without having to win it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so correct. going onto the boat, I yeah, I felt I'd already been a winner. I, I feel like the awards is something that, uh, as I said, I'm very proud of. It's going to come with a, comes with a lot of shoes to fill. You need to have big shoes to fill. I know Kai Stacey. I talked to Kai Stacey a bit down at Picton, and he won it previously in Sydney. And then, obviously, Cam won it a couple of years back prior. I think he might be the last one at Carry On who, who, who has won it. So, yes. um, 19, 1992, mate. 1992, <laughs> far out. Well, I was born then. But... Um, <laughs> But yes, yeah, so I know this is going to be. It comes with the awards. Going to come with um, a lot of maybe not expectation might not be the word, but choose to feel. But something that's something I'm excited about. 
Yeah. I'm not, I don't fear that. I'm excited for the journey to come. I feel like I'm not at, say the word winner, and don't get me wrong, I'm a winner, but it's not like I'm at the top. It's This is part of the journey to come. Yeah. If that understands. Yeah. How about you, Cam? In what regard, mine or Steve's award? Oh, for you. <laughs> uh, can I say conflicted? <laughs> Just to change it up a bit. It's a little bit conflicted this year. Last year, um, I think I let it be known I was a little bit disappointed not to win the Ambassador Award. Um, for many, many reasons. But I spoke on the night this year about wearing a jersey and... Wisebury's been my jersey for the last eight years and I've always worn it with pride, but I've always uh, done whatever I had to do for the good of the jersey in my head. And last year was a difficult year, much like this year has been. Uh, and, and last year, for some reason, ego or whatever it was, I felt like I, I wanted that recognition for what we'd been through and what we'd done in, in the name of the jersey. This year was a, a completely different. I don't know what changed in me or... Uh, but the trophy wasn't, well, extremely grateful to get the award and it is extremely important. Um, winning actually wasn't uh, a necessity like I felt it was last year and I, I haven't, I've been trying to reflect on it. I'm not sure why. Um, so emotionally, when, when the, my name was read out, absolutely over the moon, had nothing to do with the, th the six bottles of wine, we were already deep. Um, but it was more a moment of, uh, what's the what's the word? I knew, I knew, uh, I knew that I deserved to be up there. Um, I wasn't surprised in that, and that might sound arrogant or whatever it was, but I know what I do, and I know what we do, and and I know that if there's anyone else who fights as hard for the Wisebury jersey as I do, then the network's in a good place. So, but hold on. So last last year, though, you were disappointed. Let's put. Yeah, right? it was. It was a final. Yeah, yeah. So you were disappointed to have lost. So do you think that maybe you approached this year by thinking, well, you know, let's not get our hopes high because we might stumble again? Uh, there might have been some of that. I mean, it helps when you have a mate who reminds you every five minutes that you're not going to win an award. <laughs> so um, it definitely helps lower your expectations. But in all honesty, uh, I didn't. I th the same thing happened last year, and I didn't. While I didn't have hopes up last year, I, I definitely didn't have hopes up. I felt the. You asked what emotion. I felt disappointed in the room last year. Um, this year, hand on heart, I can say that if it didn't happen, I would have felt differently. Okay. Um, um, so, mate, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's a there's a whole mix of things, but some of it might be down to a bit of growth too, because trophies to some extent, aren't everything. So what what happened? What went through your mind when your name was announced this year as the winner? Uh, wow. One, I hadn't prepared a speech. So <laughs> I was like, what am I going to say? Two, it was 150 metres from where I was sitting to where the boat was doing, where the stage was. So I had to make it up in one hit. Um uh, mixture of emotions. One was extreme pride. One was extreme gratitude. Uh, gratitude, uh, I mean, I don't know how much we want to go into it, TL, but I know it's very, very, very hard for you guys to give anyone close to you 
such important awards because of what might go on politically around. So I knew it was a big call. Uh, I didn't take that lightly. And actually my first thought was, well, I've got to get this speech right because it's an important moment in, in the network and not just because it's an award night, but timing's everything. Um, so that was that was pretty much everything that ran through my head when I got there. Oh, and I beat my wife and I was like, yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was <laughs> – let's not forget that. How about you, young man? Um, elation probably was the big emotion. Um, as I said, it was more sh- – I was probably without repeating myself, it was more surprise and shock. I really didn't think – No, you were surprised and shocked. Maybe for being in the finalist, correct. But on the night, I mean, in your group there was some some really amazing people. Absolutely, you, you, you yeah. look at people like Sibel yep. and from Port Macquarie, just a monster. Yeah, right. You're looking at um, I hear Madeleine, just crazy. And you know, Jaden as a rookie has has really put his ego aside and really focused on the, on the job. So that was huge. Yeah. Then you have Jack Preet who started a few months ago, what is it, eight months ago in, in, in Penrith, and really have already been showing signs of coaching yep. others. Yeah. That was a big group. Yeah, it was. Um, probably But then the best. I saw you. I, I saw you walking up yep. to the stage, and I went, no, this guy's got totally different feel. <laughs> right, he's got that bounce in him. Then I saw the photos of uh, our photographers, yeah, and from the front, mate, you were on a different planet. Yeah, I was. Well, yeah, I was. I um, probably the best part about the award was that it, I didn't realize it was going to be the second award. I'm glad it was because I reckon if it had been at the end, might have slurred my speech a little bit up there. <laughs> but um, it's pretty stoked for it to be the second one. But I had FaceTimes my part, my, my fiance Liz when it got announced rookie of the year they were unfortunately she was at a wedding um so i was i don't know i was kind of facetiming her and then my name got read out and um it was all just a bit of a whirlwind i've reflected a little bit as i said during my speech i dedicated the award to my old man and i've reflected a little bit on that and um, some of the morals and ethics he instilled in me that i think reflects i think helped me in real estate today um You want to yeah. talk, tell us a little bit more about your father? Yeah, of course. So dad had, dad had his own business for a while. He was a restaurateur uh, for as long as I can remember. Um, he was part of KFC. Well, it's probably not the greatest of restaurants, but part of KFC coming to Australia. So I'm, I don't know if that helped you or... Yeah, <laughs> I, pay homage, I pay homage to your old man yeah, three yeah. times a week. Part of, K, part of KFC coming to Australia, but then worked in a bit Sizzler, Faster Pasta, and then he ended up buying four black stumps, one at Jewel, Pennant Hills, Erinar, and on top of Carlingford Village at Carlingford, with for pretty cheap. Yeah, but with the idea that out of the four, those four restaurants, he'll flick three and turn one into his own concept after being in restaurants for, as I said, as long as I can remember. And the best performing one was Erina. And before then, before I moved, we lived in Sydney at Carlingford, North Rocks area. Um, and he opened the one in Erina and we moved to the Central Coast and uh, he had the restaurant for as 
we all would be aware. Small businesses go bust. Was it 80% inside, inside the first 12 Two months? Years. Two years yeah. or something like that. So the restaurants, well, restaurants, that one there for seven years, and then expanded and opened another one at the bottom of the Oaks Waterfront Resort up at the entrance, which that one was very high performing as well. And unfortunately, his health and a few other personal things turned um, and mainly his health. And unfortunately, the businesses couldn't survive because of that, because of, I guess, a um, few things out of his control. And yeah, he had a pretty bad, well, to go a bit further. In August 2017, he had a really bad stroke. I obviously wasn't in real estate then. I was a chef. Uh, I've got two younger sisters and we looked after dad a fair bit. He, it was a category five stroke. If anyone's listening knows much about that. Category five's a bit like a cyclone, as bad as it gets. He'd lost the left side of his body. It was like his mobility. Yeah. So full care around the clock uh, was needed. And then unfortunately he had a chest infection in August of 2021 a bit over two and a bit years ago. Yeah. The chest infection, he went to hospital. Wasn't anything too bad. We didn't think. Um, unfortunately, he fell into cardiac arrest after that and passed away. Yeah, and that, that's when you just started in real estate. Hadn't started yet. I hadn't started. So August 2021, he'd passed. I started September, late September, early October. Mm. So about... What's that? Eight to twelve weeks. So now we understand why you're yep. dedicated to him. Yeah. What about you, Ken? What? Um, let me ask you this question: here. Why do you think you've won? I mean, I know that you said last year you thought you deserve it, but why do you think you've won this year? It's a loaded question, mate. It's a loaded question. Uh, I, I kind of answered it before. I I don't know if there's anyone, honestly, who bleeds as much or for this network apart from you guys being in head office and being the people who started the network. Um, I'm not sure what the change was from last year to this year. That's something for you to answer uh, or the guys who decided the award to answer. Um, if The definition of ambassador has many, but you guys are using it as who, who flies the flag or who would fly the flag if um, the chips were down with others in the network, and I, I wear that with pride. Um, um, yeah, I don't think I've answered the question at all, but uh, hopefully hopefully the bits I do and the, the loyalty I've shown um, reflect in the, the award. Yeah. Listen. There's no doubt you showed some good quality, but why would you beat someone like Crystal Wilson? Why would you beat someone whose award should really be have been nicknamed Stephen Thompson's award? Um, it has to be something else just than the jersey. Understand your football kind of time. Why would you beat someone like Shay, who just is to me uh, the epitome in a lot of categories and even Louise, who's gone uh, leaps and bounds over the last two years. So there has to be that quality uh, for all the judges to decide, no, Cameron is it. I mean, I still said no, he's, he's, he's <laughs> non-deserving of it, but there has to be one. Uh, honestly, I don't think that's a question I can answer, and I, don't, I know we're here for that, but that's 
you guys have seen something different this year than others. Um, everyone, everyone who's in the category bleeds for the network in their own way. So um, that I think you guys need to – maybe you can elaborate, mate, without having to compliment me too much because I know you hate it. Now this, this, <laughs> this is why you've been interviewed, man. So I'll, I'll get back to that. So maybe, maybe this will make you think a little bit more while I'll ask Stephen. Yep. So, Stephen, what routines or habits do you think a, a, someone who – is an aspiring champion in the rookie of the year. What, what's the kind of habits they need to really create or foster? Oh, I think the biggest is sacrifice. And it's still, I haven't mastered that by any stretch yet, but why I reflected in the week that we've, since the awards night, uh, I think I've come a long way with that and sacrificing things I need to do rather than things that I want to do. You've got to do the need to do's first. Um, so in the morning habits, is this going down the like my daily regime? Is that what you're no, no, going no, necessarily. No, no, no. I think that we can stay up high and, yeah. and speak about the virtue itself. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the biggest one I think is from my first year to my second year is would be my sacrifices. Yeah, in that, in regards to uh, staying when if you don't have a result, keep going till you find something or you got a forecast for tomorrow or whatever it may be. And it's not, it's not a nine to five gig it's just not but it feels to me like you're talking about commitment here now yeah 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 that'd be fair so but you said the word is sacrifice yep uh yeah commitment i think you said life quality but uh yeah i think commitment absolutely but i also believe that you have sacrificed i, I mean may, may, maybe cam can say something about <laughs> yeah. it yeah <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> he hasn't sacrificed any weddings that's for <laughs> sure <laughs> no uh, look, what for someone to start in a, a completely new career, only a matter of weeks after losing their parent, it's something. I mean, I haven't been there. Okay, you two guys in the room have, so I'm only from the outside looking in. But I can only imagine um, how hard uh, greeting each day is, let alone starting a new career. Uh, when we when Steve started, the only spot we had for him was down in our Barrower office. Um, Barrower on the northern beaches of Sydney, and Steve living uh, three minutes from the beach on the central coast. <laughs> there aren't no, any beaches in Barrera, so he definitely wasn't going to be able to get there by boat. So to start his career, he had to go down to a patch that he wasn't familiar with in an area that he wasn't familiar with to start a job that he 100% wasn't familiar with and to try and make a goal of it. Um, he's not the only one we've done that to, and I'll say done that to because we put people in that position. He's the only one who hasn't quit. Not only hasn't he didn't he quit, he stuck it out for a long, long period of time before we were in a position to moving back up the coast. And that sort of that is sacrifice because many haven't and won't. Uh, it, even if they do for a short period of time, it's not long term. Uh, that is commitment um, on on absolutely everything. You've got to look at the time. You've got to look at um, the petrol you've got to look at. Oh, I'm, I'm being serious, man. Like um, the kilometres that you put in and then for a lot of the time because we, we were still going through COVID and, and bits and pieces to do it on your own. Like you were on your own down there and that's that's something that we were never real happy with but um, out of necessity and, and, I mean, that's sacrifice and that's resilience and that's that's commitment. Um <coughs> 
hopefully Steve will be the first one to put his hand up and say he wasn't the most naturally gifted um, salesperson on the planet. So no. <laughs> um, to, to overcome that uh, and all the other obstacles that we threw at, at him being unintentional but necessary, um, that's I don't think you need to sell yourself short there, mate. All right, well, going on to your award itself now, where... What kind of routines and habits do you think it takes to be an ambassador of the year? Uh, well, I think we just spoke about a few. I think resilience. I think um, commitment. I think uh, humility is probably one of the biggest ones that I had to uh, maybe where some of the biggest change has been. Um I mean, discipline's never been a strong point of mine, and probably still isn't. So we won't, we won't claim that. But um, I think if we're going to be an ambassador, I think if we're going to be looked at in that light, we need to unite, not divide. I think in the past, even though it was never intention, some of my actions might have been seen as more divisive than um, unifying. Uh, that's something that I've paid a conscious effort to. Uh, as much as I love doing the worm and taking my shirt off at parties, I've tried not to do it as much. Um, but just humility around the whole situation. I think it's an uh, understanding that it's not just about you. Um, it's about everyone around you and the effect that your actions have on them. Very good. Um, if I can ask you now, uh, Stephen, yep. why did he win, you think? Why did I win? He. Why did he? Oh, he. Why did Cam oh, win? Good. Oh, good. I was good. Yeah, that's better. Well, if it was going to be me, I wouldn't be able to answer that. But why did Cam win? Um, I think it's got a lot to do with his leadership. And I, I've only been here two years, obviously. We've already touched on that. But if you look, and I only know Cam as, well, I know a couple other leaders, but Cam as a leader, um, more than anyone else. I think his ability to motivate you, and I, I think as an agent you need to be self-motivated, but there are times that you need a little bit more motivation. If you're getting a lot of no's, there's obviously a, there's a lot of rejection in what we do, but his ability to motivate you and get you to a result, I think would be one of the reasons he won. I think on top of that, he... It's not about, I don't think being an ambassador, and I might be, this is just my opinion, I don't think it's about the result, getting the results as such, but it's about being the person you are, if that makes sense. I mean, there are times, I could give examples, there are times where Cam and I have, something might have gone wrong, like a listing or a sale or something professional, and we've sat down and we've nutted it out and said, um, how do we fix it? And I think the way he comes across to, to me Anyway, like in a one-on-one example, is probably the reason why he won Ambassador of the Year, um, just because of the person he is. He can't fix, not fix, fix is the wrong word, but you can't mould his fabric or anything. You can't change him or um, it's just the way he is, I think. He's just the leader he is. is He's very good at motivating you. Um, okay. That's quite nice. I think that no one's ever said anything as nice about Cam. 
<laughs> he, he couldn't look at me while he was doing it either. <laughs> no, yeah, he's just, he's just got that. I, I can't put my finger up. He's got that uncanny knack to, when you think you've given more, when you think you've given your all, he can get you to give more. Yeah. But <clears throat> maybe he's paid you on the way down here. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's, that might have something to, do with, something to do with it. It's funny that you you mention him being a leader because um, I I don't think that he was in the finalist as a leader. I don't think he was either. No, he was probably number six. <laughs> Might have to review that. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you a very tough question. Are you, are you gay? Yeah, yeah, of course. Why did he win over his own wife? Oh, maybe. You, I asked you yeah, first. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> you did ask. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, what's our Christmas party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she handles the wages, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pretend I'm not here. Okay, I think he has probably. I don't want to say the same answer I just said, but I think when there's roads to pick, and there's hard, when you need to go down a hard road, and this man this is so loaded i'm gonna get in trouble for this when you need to go down a hard road and you know there's a tough conversation or or something tough needs to happen or be said you go to camp no disrespect crystal but you go to camp but when you need not but when you need someone caring something easy something not easy not easy no i didn't say easy that wasn't my word someone caring you go to crystal but and then a lot in real estate was obviously and since you don't need too much care you rather go to no these aren't my words let the record show (laughs) 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 no i think yeah if there's a hard might be a market review or why is my vendor not taking this offer whatever it may be when a hard conversation needs to be had you go to camp and then once he teaches he doesn't give you the fish either he teaches you to fish once he gives you helps you find the answer he won't tell you the answer um i think that's why he's probably ambassador of the year as well he doesn't yeah i think that the uh, all the answers about the ambassador has been right so far but uh cam has mentioned the word humility which is one of our biggest one yeah in in our network it's the ability just to do our job because it's our job lord nelson when he won against the french fleet mm even though his fleet was about half the size at mm. the Battle of Trafalgar, he actually died in the battle. And as he was about to die, he said, at least I did my duty. And, and, and I think <coughs> the ability to forget oneself for the sake of something bigger, I think that that's what um, Cam has shown this year. Mm. And, and that's about humility. He actually said it in, himself at the beginning how last year he thought he got it. And just by saying that line, that's not an ambassador. Mm. You, you can be a rookie of the year, you can be a salesperson and, 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 and mean this. But to be an ambassador, you have to be able to forget yourself and say any of the other four should have won. They probably showed even more attributes than I have. And by doing that, you're actually pushing humility to the tilt. Mm. And, and I, I think that that's the, the thing that's won. I think that it, through his humility, I saw it in even in the f- way that finalists were being handled, how he was more worried about you 
winning than himself getting it. And, and that's to me, that is a, a great attribute. So sometimes we don't take the time and really think, what is it I've done? Because quite often people become champions by chance. But when you know the formula, then all you have to do is to repeat the formula and this time excel against yourself. Right? Because here's the next question for you now, Stephen. Yep. Where to from here? I mean, you're lucky. Next year, you can't be a rookie again. <laughs> right? So what are you going to do next year to be salesperson of the year or whatever position, maybe property manager of the year? I don't know. <laughs> what is it that you're going to do? Because you've got obviously now some of the, the correct virtues. Yep. But are you aspiring to salesperson of the year and how are you going to get there? Uh, I haven't aspired to salesperson of the year to answer your question shortly, oh, sorry, you know, bluntly, uh, but I have my own set of goals that even when I first got interviewed, I remember this vividly, first interview with Wisebury with the two directors that were there at the time and I had a one, a three and a five-year goal and where I saw myself, they asked me, so where do you see myself? And I already had that in my head and I had after – uh, granted, probably not after two years. I didn't say Rookie of the Year. I didn't even know the awards were there. But at the five-year mark, I said I'd like to think I'd be at some stage where I would have the knowledge to have my own office. Not my, Maybe not my own office, but with a partnership with, um, I don't know who, but maybe can one day, but have the knowledge to do something and have another branch. I don't want to sit – I don't think – now that I've won Rookie of the Year, as I said before, I'm, it's not, I'm not at the top. I haven't – this is just a stepping stone to something bigger and greater, I think. Uh, maybe salesperson of the year should be a goal for next year. Um, but long term, it would be to have my own office somewhere. I understand. Yeah. What about you, Cam? Now you, you're you the ambassador of the year. Where do we go from here? I retire. <laughs> <laughs> I go out on top. I think everything that won the award just needs to keep happening and if it can be enhanced, enhance it. Um, it's not about, you, know, you said it pretty well, if, if there's five people there that are doing that uh, day in, day out and there's a split hair between us, then that's awesome, man. That's that's That only puts the network in a great spot. So um, I need to keep going on my journey and, and uh, my, if my journey uh, aligns with what we're doing, then, then fantastic. Um, I don't have, yeah, I thought a lot about something you said last week, which is about getting to a point where you don't need a goal to keep doing what you're doing. And part of me goes, oh, that's an easy way of getting out of setting goals. But the other part of me really did reflect on what I've been trying to, or not trying to achieve this year, which is just taking each day by as day as it comes and, and trying to improve that little bit. And I've said for a long time, and I used to use it as a line to get out of setting goals, if I'm doing what I do well, then everyone wins and, and what it, you know, the vision will be there. So um, it's a hard one. I mean, what, what's the next? Uh, there isn't a step up. Maybe, I, yeah, I'd love a – actually, no, actually I wouldn't. It would be nice to be in the finalist for leader of the year. Um, it would be nice to be – Knowing that I'm doing what I need to do to get to that point, it's not about winning it, but knowing it. Sometimes you don't know you're on the right path. Sometimes you need indications along the way that you are on the right path. Now, 
one thing that but I keep on giving you indications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right your path. indications. Are, <laughs> you can only throw a sledgehammer at a bloke so many <laughs> times before. <laughs> duck, dive, dodge, duck, and dive. <laughs> no, look. One of the indications is, and I, I don't know what went on with the voting, but um, to hear Steve speak the way he's just spoken, that shows me that I must be doing something um, on the right path. Uh, to the fact that I got nominated means there was more people out there who thought something along the same lines. Um, Louise mentioned something on the podcast last week about you don't understand how your team think about you. And to me, that's that's winning and that means regardless of the sledgehammer that's getting thrown from one side, if the team's got your back, then you must be doing something right. Yeah. It's always difficult to be close to me because I only have one rule. You sledgehammer yourself to the top <laughs> or you don't play the game. I don't believe in playing the game halfway. Mm, yeah. I don't believe in playing the game 90%. And I'm hard on people who are really close to me because why would you not be? If, if you know the recipe for success, then why wouldn't you just push, mm. right? So if someone was to be a... Uh, an aspiring future champion in the ambassador uh, category, what would you advise them to do or be? Uh, do or be. Do what's right. Do uh, what's best for everyone, not just yourself. Be humble about it. There's nothing worse than, you know, people who brag about how much they've donated to charity so they can get a pat on the back about donating to charity. We do the right things because it's the right thing to do. It might sound like a suck-up. You know, it's hard. Everyone's going to take this as uh, Cam just kisses up Thomas's ass and says all this stuff, but no one's got a clue what goes on behind the scenes. So We, we didn't prepare for this, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you say what you say. Yeah, no, but it does. I mean, I say do the right thing, and everyone goes, oh, yeah, that's what you're going to say. Everyone knows... Well, not everyone knows. The people around me know how I work. The people who know around me know the values I have. The people who are around me and, and some people who are no longer around me know the values I have because I've let people go for minor breaches to major breaches all the time. So do the right thing. Be yourself um, and and have the bigger picture at, at hand at all times yeah so so i just want to ask you then more because we in the business of making a profit yes we're in the business of sales we're in the business of big ego because we all want to get awards how how is the pursuit of doing the right thing the the right thing to do in real estate i mean shouldn't you be ready to cut corners and maybe tell thieves or lie or say something that you know you're not going to do. And uh, I hope that you're going to get away with it to be the ambassador. Every morning you have to look at yourself in the mirror. And it's up to you whether you can stomach what's, what's looking back at you. Every night you have to put your head on the pillow and it's up to you whether you have a peaceful night's sleep or you've got to spend the day worrying about who said what to who and, and who 
you, I was about to swear then, who you screwed over. Um, every night you've got to go home and, and, and deal with the fact that you were pretending to be someone you're not in public and doing something completely different behind closed doors. Every day you've got to turn up to work knowing that you've sprouted publicly that you're about this or you're about that, but then you treat your staff a completely different way and hope that no one finds out. Um, every day you've got to deal with the fact that you go on social media and pretend to be something that you're clearly not. And I just think life would be is much easier and much more fulfilling by not doing any of that stuff and just being... Real. Now, real doesn't mean right all the time. Real doesn't mean you don't piss people off. Real doesn't mean that everyone thinks you're a legend. In my case, it's probably the exact opposite. My uh, commitment to being myself at all times has led me to more trouble than it has wins. Um, well, potentially, no, well, depending on how you categorise that from the outside looking in, it, it might come across that way. But then I look at what I've got and what I've achieved and no one will ever be able to take that stuff away from me. And I know that I've done it without hurting anybody or, or screwing anybody over or doing it just for money. If it was just for money, oh, we probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. I've had to make some decisions and some sacrifices along this journey that have cost me an absolute shit ton of money. Um, um, and if it was just for fame, I'd get a better haircut because <laughs> I don't I don't really care. All right. Okay. Now, <clears throat> going back to you, Stephen. Yep. Last year... You're, you were in the room at the awards night. In Sydney, yep. With yeah. your partner. Correct, yes. This year... Oh, boy. <laughs> we, we know she's not going to listen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, she's not in the room. No. How, how did you feel about her not being in the room and you being a, a finalist? Um, oh, look, I would have loved her to be there. She had, um, we had a wedding that's from some good friends of ours that we've... Can't have been that good. You weren't there. No. Well, I went... Well, it was Jimmy and Jess, so hopefully you're not listening. But if you are, congratulations on getting married. I was there for a, for an hour or so and um, then raced down to Sydney Harbour. But to answer your question, no, it would have been, would have been very nice to have Lizzie there, but uh, we shared a drink that night when I got home and um, celebrated on the back deck with... There's a star outside that I think is reflects my old man and the three of us had a drink Saturday night after the award. But did she have some kind of discussion with you to say and uh, telling you, did she tell you that maybe I should have been there? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. We had a discussion about it. And yeah, and you don't want to share that? because uh, No, well, it wasn't anything too. You don't have the moral strength nor the... Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 no, we did. We, we had a discussion about it and we felt... I mean, weddings are one of those taking nothing away from the ward. I went. It's meant a lot. Does mean a lot to me. It means hell of a lot to me. Obviously, weddings are a, one of those things. They're twelve months in advance. You RSVP for. So we felt we came to a mutual decision anyway, and felt if she went to the wedding and I went to the awards night, as as I said before, I already felt like a winner anyway. Um, so that okay, would suffice. So, so, so let's go further. Here go. Why didn't you just go to the wedding? Mind you, it's a wedding of one of your great mates. Yep. Right? Yep. So why didn't you just go to the wedding and, and tell yourself, well, it's only an award. If I do win, you know, some game's going to probably do a speech for me. Because without repeating what Cam said, I'm not here to, I don't put 
pump smoke up people's backsides. Yeah, I re- wise we mean a lot to me. Um, I've sacrificed a lot, and I'm, that's not that's when I say that that's not a oh poor me. That's I wanted to sacrifice. I wanted to do what I do. I want to do what I do, and the award and being a finalist and everything means meant a hell of a lot to me. So I was always gonna. I had to get there. I just had to figure out how to do it, um, the logistics of it, and I'm glad that I did. You went to the wedding and you went to the awards night. Yep. So you win-win. Win-win. What people, yeah. Something I said to you a couple of weeks ago is for, for 98% of the time, real estate's a thankless job. And it's, it's rejection nonstop, it's sacrifice nonstop, it's all that. And if you get one opportunity a year or, in your case, for the award you're nominated for, one opportunity because it never comes again, right, to be rewarded for that, um, you do everything in your power to be there to to enjoy it because you've you've earned it, and that's weddings are important. Of course, they're important. Um, I definitely remembered mine last week, um, <laughs> <laughs> and but you managed to do both, and and but that shows yeah, it shows what it meant to you. Which I think if everyone sat back and thought, shit, we only get one night a year. One night a year, and we work bloody hard. So let's well, that do was it. it. It wasn't even about the being the finalist or the or being a finalist or the award itself. It was we've scratched and we've grinded and we've gone through the year. You get well, yeah, you get one night a year to let your hair down within reason. We're in international waters, so we can't get in too much trouble within reason. But uh, with your team to celebrate the year and the year that was, and it's very nice as Cam. Well, if I could elaborate on that, yep. to be a finalist and win an award, don't get me wrong, it's it's a huge honour. Yep. It's just being at the awards, not just being present. Even if I wasn't, I can honestly say, hand on my heart, even if I wasn't a finalist, I reckon I, was, I still would have been there. Yeah, and I, and I think that it, it was a, one of the discussion we all, uh, we had was that you had Sam as well, right? Yep. You had Catherine yep. as well in the finalist. Then you had your leaders. Yep. And I think that being there was mainly too, a, the ability or the opportunity to say, as being part of the team, mm. win or lose, I'm mm. here for you should you win. Mm. I'm here for you should you also lose because they need the support yep. either way. Yeah, absolutely. That's nice. All right, guys, thank you so much for this podcast. But I'm going to ask you to leave me with a final word about winning about this award. Would you like to kick this off? You go, mate. Me? You go. Um, winning Rookie of the Year. The final words. Anyone out there aspiring to do it? Set it for a goal. I would set it for a goal for next year if you're eligible. Um, and put it in if it helps. What well, helped me? I had it when I've got had all my goals for the year in the front page of my notebook every year. And I open, sorry, every day, and I open my notebook every day to see what I got coming on for the day um, to remind yourself of what you what you've woken up for, what you've come to work for. Very so. nice, very nice, Ken. Uh, well, hopefully, I hope I hope that there's other people rather than being um, jealous or upset that I won, that there's other people who are aspiring to win it next year because, as I've already said, that is going to only put the whole network in a much better place. So, um, yeah, extremely proud and extremely grateful. The more people trying to take the award off me, 
the better for everybody. So let's go. Oh, well. Thank you very much, boys. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you.